This is Rebuilding the World, a podcast about people solving the world's problems. I'm Zoe Sullivan. The Amazon rainforest absorbs more greenhouse gases than any other tropical forest in the world. That's why the destruction of that rainforest is the second largest source of greenhouse gas emissions after fossil fuels. Today we're traveling to the Tapajos region of the Amazon to meet with people who, among other things, are trying to keep the rainforest intact. The Amazon rainforest is in trouble. For a while, the Brazilian government's effort to slow logging seemed to be working, but not anymore. Tree cover loss has been growing steadily, and an area roughly equal to New Jersey has been cleared since 2008. Hydropower dams also cause a threat. One researcher calls them methane factories. And then, a few years ago, Brazil displaced the U.S. as the world's largest soybean producer. There's a moratorium on new plantations, but plans for a shipping canal to bring the beans to market pose another threat to the environment and to the indigenous and traditional people who live in the Tapajos region. The government is destroying Amazonia. Destroying because allows big entrepreneurs come here and suck our minerals, our, our richness. And the government uh, stimulates this building hydroelectrics. This is Father Edilberto Sena. He's a native of Pará, one of the nine states that make up the Brazilian Amazon. For more than 30 years, Father Sena has worked to improve the lives of people in Pará. He ministers to the Diocese of Santarém, a port city on the banks of the blue Tapajós River, right where it joins the muddy Amazon. For 12 years, Father Sena ran the church's local radio station, Radio Rural. And then, uh, in 2002, I thought, well, we cannot be just thinking to transmit news here, here. We have to spread. Amazon is so big. Paranchins is a small city on the eastern edge of the state of Amazonas. The Catholic Church in Paranchins also has a radio station. So, uh, as a crazy man without money, I wrote to a radio station uh, in Paranchins. They said, wow, that would be good. How can we do that? Said, Let's discuss. For years, a Catholic organization in Germany had been funding Father Senna's station. They decided to nurture the network, too. Well, it's important, but it's difficult. We don't have money. We don't have technology. Let's dream it. The training arm of German broadcaster Deutsche Welle also stepped in to teach Father Senna and his colleagues about news production. During this time, uh, a man of communication in Germany knew that we had this dream. He wrote me, said, hey, this idea is very important. I know about Amazonia. I, came, I give you my support, but I don't know if you have guts to make it. I said, okay, I don't know if we have guts, but we are going to try it. It took some time to work out the details, to find partner stations who they could share content with as a regional news program. Finally, in 2008, the Amazon News Network launched a 15-minute daily report. After six months, we grew for eight radio stations. Uh, four months later, two more stations. Then we jumped for one half-an-hour program. Nearly a decade later, the network has 15 member stations and more collaborations pending. Boa tarde. Bom, eu sou Joelma Viana, 
I'm Joel Maviana. I work here at Rádio Rural, and I also manage the Amazonia News Network. But this is a region where the limited infrastructure isn't always reliable. A gente trabalha diretamente com a internet. There are days when the internet doesn't work. There's no way to access, there's no way to receive, there's no way to send. And so the news doesn't get produced. The show can't go on without a solid internet connection. But here, murder and assault are very real threats, which makes a bad internet connection seem almost like a first world problem. Global Witness reported that in 2015, Brazil had the highest number of environmental activists killed anywhere in the world. More than 100 indigenous people were killed the same year. Last October, the environment secretary for the Amazon city of Altamira was gunned down in front of his family. He had provided information against a major illegal logging operation. Yet while people are literally dying to protect the Amazon environment, there's also a great deal of impunity for such crimes. Viana says the network has received threats. She tells me the story of a journalist in the state of Maranhão who was harassed after she reported on slave labor on a large plantation. Até porque a região do Maranhão é uma região assim que a gente diz que não tem muito muita segurança, principalmente para quem trabalha na defesa dos direitos humanos. Maranhão is a state that doesn't have a lot of security, mainly for people who work defending human rights. There's a daily risk because we work with this idea of denouncing as well. We don't just denounce, but we do that too. And so that, let's say, puts our work at risk. Deixando em risco o trabalho que a gente está fazendo. When Viana says the network denounces things, she means they hold people and businesses accountable for everything from slave labor to environmental damage. Here, Father Sen is on the air at Radio Rural, inviting people to travel by boat to a three-day meeting on the impacts of a major hydroelectric dam, which had been planned in the region. He exhorts people to bring their own bowl, just as they would their own underwear, so that the group can avoid unnecessary waste. Father Sena cracks jokes to keep things light, but the challenges are substantial. In nearby Altamira, the enormous Belomonte Dam was built recently. It caused fisherfolk, river dwellers, and indigenous people to be displaced, and more than 16 tons of fish were killed when Belomonte first began operating. And then there's the infant mortality rate. It skyrocketed after the dam was built. This dismal track record motivated people in the Tapajós region to mobilize. Father Sena's Amazon News Network has helped that movement. Here, Father Sena is leading a rendition of Brazil's national anthem on one of the boats chugging upstream to that meeting on social and environmental issues. More than 500 people arrived on this flotilla, while roughly the same number converged over land. We're at the three-day meeting Father Sena mentioned on the air. He's conducting a workshop on how activists can use social media to share important news from the region. He's also admitting that he doesn't know a thing about Instagram. So while Father Sena learns from the young people in the room, he's also encouraging them to share their stories. Lots of groups take action. They're carrying out an activity of one kind or another, but there's no information about what they're doing. So they need to appropriate the communication tools and start producing information as well. The meeting is over, 
and Father Sene is standing on a platform overlooking the Tapajos River. He's surrounded by indigenous people and activists who are calling for long life for the river. With roughly 40 new dams planned across the Tapajos region, along with new train and shipping routes, Father Sene and the Amazon News Network have plenty to keep them busy. You've been listening to Rebuilding the World, the podcast about people solving the world's problems. I'm Zoe Sullivan. Thanks to Lucia Duncan for the voiceovers. Ibi Caputo edited this episode. Stefan Pitzel created the theme music. Mongabay.com funded the travel for this reporting. Keep your ears open for our upcoming episodes, and thanks for listening. Thank you.